0: So without further ado, here's Michelle and Dan.
1: Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another QB Power Hour. We're very glad to have you all joining us. Today's topic is QuickBooks Online Advanced, Bill for the complexities of today and tomorrow. We got another great one here, so I'm glad you guys are all joining us for this one. My name is Michelle Long. I'm the owner of Long for Success. I've been a contract trainer for Intuit. Since 2007, so a long time now. But I first started teaching QuickBooks back in the 90s. Dan and I were talking about the old days where they'd have to make you update and send you a disk sometime to do the updates and things. And uh, so a long time. Anyway, um, author of some different books. Check him out on Amazon. Join us in the Facebook group. We'd love to continue the conversation there. And that's enough about me. Dan, you want to go ahead?
0: Yeah. Co host today, uh, Dan DeLong, owner of Dan With where we transform businesses through technology. Uh, used to work at Intuit uh, for about 18 years. Uh, technically supported some QBO books and a new project as a new partner, chief content creator at schoolofbookkeeping.com. Just dumping my brain for all, for everyone else. <laughs> so uh, some upcoming things about the QB Power Hour. Um, of course, today is the last of our, our series of, of four on QuickBooks Online Advanced. Um, and then coming up, we're... we're We've realized we've been a little online heavy, so we're gonna to touch a little bit on desktop uh, in the upcoming Power Hour. So next one is gonna be on the QuickBooks special accounts. There are certain accounts inside of QuickBooks that have functionality tied to them. Uh, so we are going to talk about those for desktop uh, and online. And then uh, we're also gonna talk about the QuickBooks data file best practices. So within desktop, one of the things that you need to do Uh, with moving, and then moving that to to QuickBooks Online. Uh, So, of course, we have some resources there for the PDFs of the slides and recordings and the podcast. Uh, So, we just want to kind of take a little trip down um, memory lane here as far as the (laughs) the QBO Advanced series that we have had. Um, The prior ones that we've had throughout the the first of the month, uh, going back to to May, gosh, it seems like it was just yesterday, (laughs) Um, but finding growth in the next six months uh, we're almost at that six months you know when we talk about just how to position uh QuickBooks Online Advanced with your complex clients and then we had one with uh with Aaron Walsh-Dyer uh to talk about the the features of what QBO Advanced can do uh, and then we had a roundtable discussion with regards to uh industry uh, experts um and and those those are all on the YouTube channel you can you can um uh, watch those um, at, at any time. Uh, Michelle, did you have any, anything to add about those?
1: Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to say, you know, I think this has been a great series for all of us. And, um, you know, even the first one there, we're talking about finding growth in the next six months. Like you said, we've already gone through a lot of it. But, you know, during this time, you know, Intuit is helping us again with QBO Advanced, helping position us to where we are in a good spot to help our clients. And, you know, we were talking, Dan and I, we were going down memory lane earlier, and we were talking about how I remember doing Freedom in the Cloud uh, seminars Back seven to ten years ago, we were talking about QuickBooks Online and moving to the cloud. And you know, Dan and I were laughing about how accountants don't like change, and we were kicking and screaming and dragging our feet. And a lot of us did not want to to go to the cloud until we learned more about QuickBooks and until we learned some of the navigating tips and tricks that we were used to from desktop. And you know, now when I look back at it, I when I work in desktop, it's clunky and it's dated. And so I think it's awesome how into it. You know, because they're a big tech player. They had their pulp, they had their, you know, they do all these research and all these studies, and they knew where the industry was heading, and they helped position us as accounting. Pos- Professionals to where now, in the middle of this craziness with this pandemic and everything going on, we are in a perfect spot because we already have learned how to work in the cloud, how to work collaboratively, how to do webinars and Zoom meetings and remote meetings with our clients and stuff. And so now we're seeing our clients all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, I have to adapt my business and learn how to do this stuff, or I now have to start selling online. And so I'm going to go get some shopping cart app. And now I realize, oh, now I got to get a, an app to help with shipping because people want to see when they're going to get their orders. Oh, and now I need to get another app to help with this. And so now they've got all these different things that may or may not talk to each other. And they're not, you know, a streamlined workflow or anything. So we are in a perfect spot to not only help these clients, but with QBO Advanced, a lot of these clients have gotten very complex as they've expanded their business, doing different things, and so we're again, Intuit is putting us in a great position where we're able to help our clients with this stuff. And QBO Advanced really is taking it to the next level. So I have loved this webinar series, and even best, I think this with Carolyn today. I think it's just great to help us to learn how this stuff, all these new features, and and the capabilities of QBO advance really does position us to help those clients now more than ever. So, you know, you said that finding growth in the next six months, I think it's going to continue for, you know, the next year, at least. Um, These businesses need our help more than ever right now. So very glad to have Carolyn on and, and you guys have a chance today to get her to answer some of your questions and she's got great information coming up for us.
0: So we'll launch our first poll because we know that, you know, we do have some folks that are, that are working in a QuickBooks desktop as well as online. Uh, so we want to get an idea of, you know, what version of QuickBooks are you using today? Are you a combination of both? Is it solely QuickBooks online uh, or it's solely QuickBooks desktop? Um, you know, so definitely uh, give us, give us your feedback there.
1: Well, and um, you know, You know, Dan, I think what happens is, you know, I see a lot of people are saying both. And I think that's the way it was for a long time. Like, I didn't just go from desktop to online in one fell swoop. It was a process. It was a period of time. You know, it was Mm -hmm. several years where I learned QBO. I learned the navigating tips and tricks. And the more I worked with it, the more I used it, the more I liked it. And eventually, I quit taking new clients on desktop to where now the only time I work in desktop pretty much is if I'm converting a client. Mm -hmm. And so... (laughs) You know, I have gone all to online now, so I think a lot of people are are making that move because that's what our clients are doing.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Mario, when he did his first uh, the webinar with us, where you know, that what he said of you know those uh, those conversations of of tomorrow are today.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know, and
0: some people just weren't ready for uh, for that to happen. So maybe in that pivoting or that that uh, that moment that time of transition. Uh, where it is okay because because there are you know some desktop options you know you can put your desktop in the cloud host and now you've got desktop features and functionality in in a cloud environment or you've got you know things like qbox that you can ping the data back and forth if you're working in that environment so there are some desktop options um, as well as you know just going to quickbooks online as well
1: yeah and you know Dan. somebody just put in here you know QBO is not good for manufacturing you know the thing of it is QBO is great at being an accounting system and being the core general ledger accounting system but then we have this whole huge ecosystem of hundreds and hundreds or thousands of apps that integrate with QuickBooks online so when it comes to manufacturing there's an app for that when it comes to you know other inventory there's an app for that when it comes to anything pretty much any industry there's an app for that you can actually get much more power and features and robustness from QBO and the apps that are available than you could with desktop Um, so that's why and with QBO advanced you can do some really really cool things and again Carolyn's going to talk about some more things there for us so it's pretty exciting. definitely
0: does look like uh, 59% are using both so there's uh, the agnostic version (laughs) either way there Uh, So let me go ahead and stop sharing the results there. Uh, Okay, so I'm going to stop sharing my screen. And Carolyn can take it away her presentation. Sorry, my cats are joining us.
2: (laughs) All right, let me pull up the slides. I have two uh, cats as well, (laughs) adopted as our COVID companions. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Very good. And are
2: you in Ikea,
0: because uh, that looks like you're in an awesome living room.
2: There. <laughs> no, that's my next living room when I do have the funds to do the remodel. Uh,
1: all right, uh, we can see your screen now. Wonderful.
2: First of all, thank you, Dan and Michelle for having me here. And uh, greetings to all uh, who are in our call and who are watching our shows. Uh, So glad to be here. So first of all, a quick introduction about who I am, what I do, Uh, I am the product marketing lead for QuickBooks Online Advanced, our best uh, line of uh, QBO product that's designed for businesses that are a little bit more complex and I'll explain that in a second. I'm responsible for driving the positioning, messaging, and go-to-market of uh, all the great innovations that our larger QuickBooks Online Advanced organization is churning out, Uh, and it's a lot. So we're super excited to have this opportunity to um, to kind of show you a couple of the recent innovations, as well as where we're going with the product. Uh, For myself, I've been working in the tech industry for at least 12 years, and that's probably going to stay at that number for a very long time. Um, but the least to say is um, as someone who is an industry veteran um, working on product marketing, um, I have seen just the amount of dedication and strength and commitment um, that our product organization has poured into this product. is really, it's is quite unprecedented. Super grateful to be able to represent the product and help you understand some of the goat nuggets in um, in what we have produced for you. Have so you th- been
0: with um, Have you been with QBO Advanced uh, since its inception, or or had you joined the team as it was growing?
2: Yeah, great question. I joined um, uh, I think less than a year after the product has gone live in the market. So Saul uh, definitely, it's early kind of design thinking and some of the analysis and what has really driven the company into pouring more resources into helping us to create this set of solutions. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Dan. The reason why, um, actually, to answer that question with a little bit more information, Dan, um, the reason why QBO Online Advanced has been Has been created really is the fact that we are seeing there's a change opportunity landscape in the mid market business. Mid market in the US is about 200, 220,000 businesses, if if you can't, based on the revenue and and the employee size. We're not like the biggest by percentage, but we're growing uh, in terms of the total business uh, compared to the rest of the US business. And these are really the, the right type of businesses that we see are, if you will, kind of growing with QBO and QB Desktop. So we know that these businesses, they're growing and they need better accounting solution because there are a lot more processes, there are a lot more dollar volume, there are a lot more transaction volume that are flowing through them uh, each day. So the, the, the important part that we recognize is we want to make sure we create this set of product that is really right for the mid-market customer. And for our QBO account, for, for our, uh, accountants community, the message for you is um, anyone that you see who has about 10 to, 10 to 100 employees and they have about 500 to $500,000 to $20 million revenue annually, and increasingly, the owner is not the only one that wears all the hats. They have other employees whom they have to dedicate a certain amount of uh, certain parts of the work to. They are really the right type of customers that really should, should take
1: advantage of advanced. You know, Carolyn, I think this is a great market for us as accounting professionals as well because these clients, they, because they have grown to where, like you said, they have over 10 employees and stuff, so they have grown their business and they recognize that they need help from other people and they're good clients for us because usually they can afford us and they value what we can do to help them streamline their operations because a lot of times the people who start these businesses, they know what they're doing really well but they don't know how to create the processes and the workflows and things like that. So this is just great opportunity for us as accounting professionals. So I love that we now have advanced to fit this market really well.
2: Yeah, Michelle, you said it perfectly well. In, In fact, in our customer interviews, I oftentimes hear customers telling me, Oh, you can do this. Oh no, you can do that. Sure. And there are dollar amounts that they they throw out to tell us and say, I'm already paying this much for ABC different apps. If you can do these, yeah, Mm -hmm. I would be more than happy to spend. And in fact, I'm, I'm happy to spend more because business is growing. This really is a drop in the bucket if my business continues to grow
1: the pace it's growing. Yes, and you know, that's Carolyn, that's so true on on the money too because a lot of times, us accounting professionals, a lot of times I'm going to say we're frugal. I'm not gonna say we're cheap. We don't like to spend money if we don't have to, right? We wanna save money. So a lot of times I will hear accountants say, Oh, my client would never pay for that. That's too much or whatever. But the reality is when you talk to the client about it, about what it can do and how it can streamline the process in their business. Like there was an example. I was helping a lady pick out an app, an inventory app for a client. It was like $300 a month. She was like, my client won't want to pay that. But the client said, oh, my gosh, that's cheap because that will save me two people in the warehouse. I can put those two people on sales, $300 a month as a bargain. You know, Where can I sign up? So as, a, as the client, they get the return on the investment and the impact. So us as accounting professionals need to remember we need to focus on all those benefits and the, the return from this because the clients usually get it a lot better than we do.
2: That's so true. In fact, uh, we have a um, we have a, a document that was just published with uh, uh, one of our legal um, uh, sorry accountant influencer in the legal industry, and they specifically called out that some of the law firms started to use advanced, and they were able to repurpose their originally um, office clerk employees mm-hmm. who were working on this manual new client tracking work into some something else like accounts receivable accounts payable right. clerks, and it was just it was an entire fte saved
1: yes yeah that's great
2: yeah lots of great stories in the community Definitely more than happy to share more with. And uh, Michelle and Dan, vice versa, please share with me more stories. I want to let you get to some of this great content you have, so
1: I'm going to be quiet for a while.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. So let's take a look at um, what are some new advanced features as well as what are some super sticky features that most customers really love. Um, As we look at the data and knowing this product has been around, another quick plug on this product is it is not new it is not like version one product anymore it's being honed in it's being perfected it works really well and we have identified some super sticky features Uh, and I listed them out at the lower left section here are some sticky features and I'll explain to the to you how they work but essentially when we uh, work with customers and especially desktop customers and we realize if they oftentimes have the issue with oh um I can't automate I, I autom. you know there is no such a thing right to automate a lot of the stuff there is some sort of basic automation but you will see we have way better and way bigger dreams in terms of automating your day to day also custom roles we continue to anchor around the custom roles that really allows a growing business to say, not only I as the owner to assign myself as the mass admin or my accountant, I can now add sales manager, I can add inventory manager, payroll manager, they all respectively see only the relevant data they should be seeing. So all of these are super sticky. And not to mention, we also have launched online backup and restore. That basically makes your QBO online VNs act like your Dropbox, act like your Google Suite. All the changes you make, we automatically back up. And that means if you ever wanna go back in time, you can.
0: Now, so Carolyn, have- you, you mentioned, a couple, you mentioned a, uh, a couple times this word uh, sticky. Uh, so we wanna talk a little bit about uh, that term and, and how you are referring to it in this context. Because uh, when I think of sticky, I think of uh, uh, sticky preferences throughout QuickBooks. You know, like uh, when you make a deposit to undeposited funds, it will remember that for next time. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about a feature that somebody comes across that they they use, and once they once they uh, experience it, that that's what really holds them into in into that version or that that feature, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, because that's, that's, what it, but what, that's what that means in terms of the stickiness. They just really get used to having all these convenience and the automation that comes with the product.
0: It's almost like a, a paradigm shift, you know, like once you do it this way, you never do it any other way,
2: right? Right, right. It's like, um, it's a bad analogy, but like when you are skiing, you may not realize you have goofy, fo- goofy feet, But you've been always doing it this other way until you have realized there's such a thing as called goofy and you switch your direction of the board and you don't want to go back. That's me. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Anyways, let's let's dive right into what have we done. So most recently we have been so busy. Um, There are nights when all of us find ourselves late in the night and start having conference calls and looking at what's coming. So I'm super excited. There are a couple of themes that um, just kind of organize our new features. The first is um, Advanced. One of the best parts of Advanced is the fact that Advanced allows customers as well as accountants the access to deeper insights in a much easier way. So, what is that? There is a brand new uh, property, if you will, within the Advanced version. Uh, that's under the reports tab. If you have it open on the left nav, uh, within reports, you will see a, a, the a new tab called performance center. As you can see, it's visually appealing. It's very easy. It's very intuitive. Um, and essentially what happens is we have launched this thing step-by-step step since uh, end of last year. And in, in the past few months, we churned out a number of new capabilities where now every advanced customer by default, when they come in, they will see these charts automatically created based on the data in their accounts. And they spend across accounts payable, accounts receivable, cost of goods sold, gross profit, net profit and revenue streams. And uh, most recently, we're launching quick ratio and current ratio as well. Uh, We call them as the sort of KPI library, if you will. Um, It really allows customers the ability to say, I kind of want to know business dashboard. And in the past, maybe I'll come to my accountant and say, hey, can you pull the data for me last quarter? How much money have I made? This is sort of those that are a little bit more uh, beginner level. For those who are a little bit more advanced, they will pull those numbers such as as P&L reports, cash flow statements, but um, if they didn't come to use the Performance Center, then it really means you need to export several different spreadsheet, uh, statements in spreadsheets and stitch the data together just to create these visualized charts. We eliminated all of that work and we automatically create these charts. Um, in a sec, I can also show you how it works uh, in the product. And you'll see it's very intuitive. You can interact with it. You can change the date range. You can change what, uh, what classes and location, et cetera, feed into these charts. So we have been really just working a ton on that. Um, let, me, let me go ahead and bring up the product so you can see.
0: Yeah, I was, I was doing a demonstration uh, the other day on QuickBooks Enterprise, and uh, that came up. It's like, well, okay, we're going to have a few people in the in the company file. Uh, they're not real concerned about the minutia of these reports. Uh, where are the cool charts and dra- graphs? Right. <laughs> and right, I was right. like, um, well, there are some. <laughs> Here's some <laughs> insights. Here's a company snapshot, uh, but this is is a lot, yeah. a, lot a lot prettier. Uh, for yeah.
2: one thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, so this is where you would go from. This is a demo account that I'm using um, when you, it's in reports. If you hit on Performance Center, it'll take you directly there. If you would want to just go back to some of the, uh, the prior view of reports. This is where reports used to be. Many customers oftentimes use lo- profit and loss. Obviously, we always want to know, am I making money? Um, and cash flow statement, for instance, if you were to pull these reports one month at a time, you kind of both have to remember doing it coming back. If you're advanced like um, That I think I am you may create a template. All you do is copy and paste but copy and paste still cost time and efforts and there's error Possibly so this is really eliminating that work for you and you can see in these charts all of these i did not create this is automatically generated for this particular account based on the data available and the data obviously is connected to your bank feed to your uh, all the relevant kind of invoicing sales uh, all of that data that you have already going we automatically create these and i mentioned is you this- can Oh, go ahead. Is Sorry. this
0: something that uh, you can do on the different reporting basis, cash versus accrual, or is oh, it,
2: yeah. um, is it yeah. something
0: that's only one or the other?
2: Oh, you can you can switch that within your, um, your within your gear icon, okay. and you can just then... by
0: going into the, the preferences and, and modify that. We had a question yeah. in the uh, in the chat, and and there is a there's a good place to actually point out if you do have questions uh, for Carolyn, just put them in the Q and A, and we can either answer them live. Or we can uh, address them uh, as well in that in that area um, mm-hmm. you know right in right in the q and a rather than going into the the chat
1: and I just want to point out too um in the chat because I wanted to post it to everybody, I put the link to the test drive so you guys can go into q b o advanced and play around with it just like we have Craig's design in the regular q b o like uh Essentials and Plus and stuff. I put the link to the Craig's for the QBO advanced so you all can go in and play around with it and test it out.
2: Thanks, Michelle. That's a great idea. Yes, please. I encourage you all to try it. Um, I mentioned this is interactive. So take a look at the day range. You can choose any of the day range. And I know one of the natural questions is what about fiscal year? We have uh, addressed that as well to make sure fiscal year is visible. You can you can select, say last quarter, I'll change again. This is my demo account. I wish I made more money in my demo account. This month today, yeah, of course. <laughs> but you can see these all change just super easy. Say if you're re- you're reviewing the metrics and you just wanted to have a quick ad hoc idea for, hey, by the way, how is my net, f- net profit doing this year versus last year? You'll see... The solid line would be the last year's number and the dotted line here is your number this year. So this makes it super easy for someone who is not an accounting professional or someone who doesn't have to uh, have the time spent on maneuvering the data points uh, on spreadsheet day in, day out to have a really quick glance on what's happening. And I mentioned about you can interact. This is uh, a way where I when i click on edit the widget i can be taken into this chart creation and editing mode compare allows me to compare versus myself last period In meaning you know a view a lot of customers like to look at is how about me month over month how am i doing compared to you know whichever time frame we're saying like this month or this quarter for instance then I can, I can create all of that very precise view that really works for the business need that I have at hand. In filter, this is where you can multi-select, let's say locations, Chicago, San Francisco, Bay Area, New York. I can pick all of the locations that really matter to me. In this case, let's say, hey, I just launched New York and I really wanna keep a tap on what's happening in New York. I can go ahead and edit this chart. So now I should have said net profit by time, New York. So I'll be able to have a really quick reference to just the information about New York at any time. But that's not the end of it yet. Uh, Let me take you into this particular button. This is the custom chart creation process. Just, uh, custom chart creator or custom uh, custom chart builder, if you will, you will see this um, with some of the newsletters, emails. We we refer to it as custom chart builder. When you are taken into this account, you will see we have eight different KPI libraries that entail that includes all the metrics relevant in that particular area. So someone that's looking for, um, you know, hey. Carolyn, can you help me understand how am I doing on accounts payable, for instance? You are quickly taken into this chart creation process where what we really want to know is, hey, our are, chart- are accounts payable by um, aging buckets? Uh, I kind of think this is good. And I really just, again, want to know New York because it's so new i don't know if my management team has gotten this all figured out i have to make sure i create all of these views for new york for instance you can do a lot with it you can create then, up to 25 panels in in this view
0: and then if this doesn't suit your needs you also have the the fathom option where yes, you have the 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 smart reporting through through that as well correct
2: that absolutely absolutely so let's let's take a look at what that means and by the way also before we switch off the performance center i want to call out something exclusive for our audience today is something very exciting within performance center uh, is the ability for us to compare to our industry peers industry benchmarks you you see on that profit as an example, which I just said, let's look at New York. Let's look at New York. What if this net profit that we have created for New York also tells you, Hey, this particular location or your, this business uh, as a whole, if you select all of your businesses, uh, all of your locations, you can have a view of your business compared to the peers. So you can see industry. Let's imagine this is travel. The revenue is within two million to five million annually. Location: You can select the location you want to compare to, and you can select the accounting method you're comparing to.
0: Yeah, that's one of the, I think, most powerful advantages of of QBO on online in general is the way that now we you can anonymize, you know, that that data, but separate it out so that you now have a way to compare th- these kind of industry benchmarks and see how you're doing, you know, because a lot of it's gut feel.
1: <laughs> right. Uh,
0: un- until you have, you know, actionable data to- that you can actually work with.
1: Yeah. And I, I agree with Dan. This, this stuff is so great for us to help our clients because the client might see it and they say, okay, I'm not doing as well as the industry. That's where we can help them. What changes can you make? that will help you to bring it in line either with the industry or like you were showing on those other charts where you can compare like your your gross profit over time if your gross mm-hmm. profit is deteriorating or declining why mm-hmm. what's going on are your costs of your your goods going up do you need to increase your prices do you have waste do you know what's going on this is where we as accounting professionals using these great charts and graphs and this industry benchmarking we can really help with consulting with our clients to help them be an advisor on how can we improve our performance. So I love this stuff. This is awesome was great.
2: <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I use Strava to go uh, to track my runs. So the way I look at this is almost like the comparing to yourself past period and past year is sort of the PR records. Have you beaten your personal best record? But yeah. when, you, when you have industry benchmarks, now this is the, one of Strava's new features, which is you can compare to all the runners or bikers in your immediate geographical location. And, and, you know, suddenly I have a friend who bikes a lot, suddenly she's like the queen of mountain. <laughs> that that's just awesome to have this visibility. You know, I may be PRing every day, but I may feel pretty like, I don't know, out of the top 10 chart, which is very common for me.
1: <laughs> Well, so Carolyn, let me ask you then are is the industry benchmarks here? Will this be coming from other companies that are using q b o or is this from r m a industry averages or where are the the numbers coming from
2: yeah, excellent question uh is It's going to be primarily coming from within our customer base, but we
1: look at um, at least about thirty comparable businesses okay so for some industries it's feasible there may not be an industry benchmark if you don't have enough businesses is that correct
2: it's rare uh if it happens it's rare just luckily we do have a big base of customer pools right millions yeah yeah and also we actually already launched this capability for pro advisors and um, so the number and the data and the algorithm had been Kind of t- tuning in the background uh, with our pro advisors who are more power users. And, and this product now that we're revealing to the regular customers has been uh, under that stress test for a while now.
0: Awesome. And as we as we talk about, I want to do a little a disclaimer when we talk about things that are coming in the future. Um, you know, there's always, um, you know, there's always a uh, with 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 a tech type of thing. We can't you can't necessarily guarantee when these things are going to be rolling out or how they're actually going to look to you know tomorrow as they look today, um, but these are we're trying to give a little glimpse of of, uh, of what what to look forward to in the future uh, without being very specific, right? I mean,
1: <laughs> you yeah. can't
0: say on September fifth you'll see this in your in your QBO because that's only a recipe for it's not going to happen on September 5th.
2: (laughs) We are yeah we're working fast and furious on this so uh, most of the things we are willing to talk about uh, is when we know that they have they're close to graduation but to your point Dan um, I can't I can't specifically say which date but um, and so one of the important things is, uh, as we advise customers about considering advanced, the purchasing decision um, should not be hinged upon some of these coming soon features. Uh, but knowing that they are coming is, is uh, something we want you all, the, the influencer and the advisors and experts to know, uh, just to, to really see the power of innovation and commitment we have for the, with the product. Fantastic. Awesome. Let's check it out for uh, some of the other things. Within Performance Center, I w- I went through the, the live demo about custom Chart Builder. This really is that green button within Performance Center. The moment you click on that green button, it takes you into this chart creation process. And uh, if you are in other KPI libraries, such as accounts payable, accounts receivable, uh, for instance, you will also have different visual opportunities, such as a pie chart, because there, there the data is show, is presented as the um, sort of aging buckets. And in this feature, uh, we are also launching even more stuff. So right now, as you see these performance uh, charts, we are recognizing there's more power to the data if they can be shared amongst uh, the authorized personnel within the same company. So we're working on allowing data export from these performance charts. Right now, for instance, you can come and see it, but we're essentially allowing uh, an easier way to take a snapshot of that and share with uh, your rest of the team members uh, in, in PDF. Then that'll make it super easy for you know, I can call Dan and say, "Dan, check out our business; it's growing great." Dan said, "Oh, um, can I take a look? Oh, but I may not have internet access. Maybe for whatever reason, you know, I'm not logging into QuickBooks. Can you tell me what it is? There is your PDF, right here. Is a board meeting. There is a PDF. It's 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 a all of those things are being imagined and worked on.
0: Awesome. Now we um we're we we want to make sure we, we give everything that you're going to be talking about, uh, equal, equal opportunity. So these yep. are, these are awesome, uh, insights into the reporting. And, and when Aaron did the, the all it could do, I mean, that was, that was really, when we should talk about fathom, uh, Yeah, that was, that was the, that was the, the show stealer there, you know, because <laughs> of the insights that you can, you can get, but let's, let's, uh, Let's proceed on and see yeah. what else you got for us, Carolyn.
2: Yeah. Within, within the reporting side, another thing that's actually a very interesting um, conjunction with reporting is custom fields. For most of the businesses that are growing faster, bigger, the need to track unique data points that, that's relevant for each business is just growing. Um, so as an as a enterprise-level product, Custom Fields is a core area that we invest in. Uh, we now uh, are very glad to share that Custom Fields are now supported in more reports. There are customer contact list, unpaid bills, and vendor contact list. But that almost triggers you to ask the question, wait, shouldn't Custom Fields be in all reports? It wasn't pri- uh, previously. Uh, remember, this product is somewhat new. We're still working on it, but we recognize the need for custom fields to be both easier to create and easier to manage, and also uh, accessible through essentially all of your reports within Advanced. And that's what we're working on. Super exciting as well. The last one is something that I got a lot of cu- lot of customers. Have been almost crying for is could you make custom fields accessible through API? Because uh, let's imagine you have all of this great data, which is consider custom fields as a new batch of data points on top of your bank feeds, invoice, all of the other things QBO is already processing. Custom fields really create a very uh, sort of a new way to slice and dice your data in many ways now that is also accessible in reports but what if you could have the option to either export custom fields information out or read it back we recognize that and we're working on that as well through api
0: good uh, good to hear
1: Great. yeah and of, i
2: I'm
0: developers just gonna,
1: <laughs> well i was going to say i'm just going to clarify for those people that aren't developers and don't know what api means this means so those custom fields would be available in third party apps so that you have apps that can work with those custom fields as well.
2: Yeah, thank you, Michelle, for clarifying that.
1: Uh, <laughs> Not everybody yeah. knows API and stuff. So, I yeah, I just thought I would make that clear.
2: <laughs> you're right, you're right, yeah. Living in Silicon Valley too long sometimes uh, wearing this <laughs> bubble.
0: <laughs> I think awesome. it's uh, Department of Defense and then Intuit. With the acronym. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely right. So um, it, I also Dan, to your point, don't forget about fathom. Let's say you have done a lot of reporting, you have figured out where your stand, and you still want to know uh, what if, and you still want to know uh, how about if I were to do the ghost seeking capability that uh, Aaron had mentioned but I won't drill into that detail um, you all whoever um, wants to know more about it check out Aaron's uh, episode from last time and I I'll, I'll go right on all right. let's poll uh, number cool. two so speaking
0: of uh, last uh, other episodes what other episodes in the uh, in this series have you have you participate in. Is this your only one or is, uh, did you uh, with uh, having that conversation with Mario or all QBO Advance could do with Aaron uh, or the industry panel discussion or all of the above. <laughs> Let us know if, uh, what, and what you've done.
1: while they're doing that, Carolyn, Kat would like to know, she, or Kat says she would really like to be able to filter the performance center by class. Uh, yes, you can. Give it a try. Uh, click on filter. The class should show. Okay, great. You Thank you. Yeah. yeah, and again, everyone, I did put the link in there, and somebody says, hey, that link, when I click on it, it just, just takes me to Craig's Design. It is Craig's Design and Landscaping, but that link takes you to the QBO Advanced, so you can go under Reports and click on Performance Center, tab and go play with it and look at those things that Carolyn's been talking about. Um, so that link that I put out there in the chat, um, I'll put it out here again for you. You can go in and play around in QBO Advanced and, and play with some of these things.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so let me go ahead and end the poll. Looks like this one is uh, first for a lot of you. Uh, so definitely would, uh, would would invite you to go to our YouTube channel. Uh, go to the, in the QB Power Hour. There's Uh, the webinar archive and you can uh, access all of the the prior webinars uh, as well. So definitely go in there and, and take a look.
1: Well, I'm just going to go ahead and say, too, yeah, there was some really good stuff in all three of those, but particularly the one um, that we did the last time with the industry experts, they talked about how they use custom fields in the legal industry, in real estate, in nonprofits, and they talked specifically about how they're implementing QBO Advanced with some of these particular clients. You'll get some great ideas. Mario talked in the very first one about, you know, talking to your clients about QBO Advanced, and everything, and Aaron did a great job with Fathom and and digging into details. So go watch some of those recordings if you missed it. Um, great information out there. Great,
2: yeah, I enjoyed uh, the prior episodes too. Totally encourage um, we all to take it to check it out. Let me take you to what's next. Some of, some of the other exciting stuff that we have launched. So. Invoice approval is one thing that we have recently launched. They're both really helping customers to complete the tasks that matter faster, reason why. Invoice approval. As businesses grow, one of the challenges they all have is, hey, I used to process, for instance, 20 invoices, which is five each week, totally doable. Now it's 100 invoices per week or you know even more. How do I keep control on the quality, the amount of money. We then worked on creating this automated invoice approval process, which means, um, I'll show you in a sec, which really means you can both delegate that work and you don't have to worry about the invoice may have error, the bill to information is inaccurate. For a number of reasons, you would want to have, let's say, Jose or, or John to take a look before they go out of the door, and for this uh, for this process to work, there is a brand new sort of self organization property that we have launched. We call uh, it's called tasks. Within tasks, you'll see um, it shows you automatically if you are the person with the authority to approve invoices. There are going to be these tasks generated by the system given all the information that it detects that meets the the criteria to say, hey, please approve XYZ invoices. You can click and just follow the process and and take actions. Or you can even create tasks as a personal sticky note, call John Smith, for instance, or get ready for vacation. All of these things that we may be doing offline using sticky note, using a, a notepad, you can actually do it all within QuickBooks now. And I, I did not mention in our workflows, we also have really, so this feature I'll show you in a sec is, is within workflows. We are going to really reimagine even the back end of how this is built and done. Where you'll see in work in workflows currently, if you want to create a invoice reminder, you would You would come out and um, I Think I will I will create uh, Yeah, give me a sec. I'm going to find my Other account where I have the invoice because in, we have several logins i got i got the login that currently does not have invoice approval so i'll i'll have that loaded right now
0: like the uh the beta test uh super secret entrance into <laughs> into QBO advanced
2: it's totally true
0: Uh, somebody asked, uh, "Can can you re- uh, create reports and then display them as a graph, or do you always have to? You have one or the other. You have the reports or the graphs.
2: Can you display the reports or the graphs? Oh, it's yeah. It's within Performance like, Center, it's 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 perf- yeah. They're 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 kind of in two different tabs. The graphs are here, and the reports mm-hmm. are here. So they are in two different tabs."
0: But as far as creating a report and then turning it into a graph really can't do that from a report it's either one or the other right
2: yeah not yet not yet we are working on making it more easier so something i can speak to is uh what we are imagining to make the custom report experience even more flexible uh making your reports ultimately the sort of lego bricks with different dimensions and um, attributes where you don't you almost don't have to be confined with these off the shelf reports, but create your own, save it, share with your community. So there are a whole bunch of things that we're, we're working on to try to make it easier. And in that process, this, the sort of create the reports and visualize it is, uh, is something we will we will look into as well. That's not yet. That's not in the sort of next two, three months, but we are actively looking for feedback. And oh, on that note, um, I encourage everybody to please use feedback form within the product. As I showed here, click on the gear icon, click on feedback, type it in for us because we look at these customer voice diligently to make sure we prioritize the resources working on different features um, based on the customer needs.
0: Yeah, it seems so simple that you know, just putting in feedback there, it seems like it almost is going into a black hole. Uh,
1: yeah. You know, do like- you, do you guys really look at it? You know, sometimes people aren't sure and, but yes, you guys really do look at it. And, and Kat is saying again, on the performance center, when you go into filter by, mm-hmm. um, so when you go to the performance center and you edit one of the charts or the widgets and yeah. you say filter by, it's not giving you the class option. So Cat would like to have class out there. Um, Yeah,
2: that's so, uh, yeah, that's so weird. It, um, it really should. And I could be wrong. Let me double check. Let's say expenses.
1: I was going in to edit one and it wouldn't let me see It's It's okay. Now yours does on a new (laughs) one on a new one. But if you go in to try to edit, like on the, on the performance, um, Oh, Center. on the existing chart in here, yeah. Like if you go under expenses or gross profit by time, right there. If you try to edit and filter, it's not allowing you to choose a. Cl- well, ours, ours doesn't.
2: I know. This a lot.
1: <laughs> but we should, we the sample company support. isn't yeah. letting us.
2: Oh, great feedback. Let me work. Let me work with the team.
1: Craig's yeah. design yeah. is not doing okay. it. Okay. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that's super helpful feedback. Uh, Please, uh. I'll, I'll take a note. I'll, I'll get back to you guys on that. I think we may have just, uh, maybe there's release cycles that this particular version may have been missed on that particular release cycle. Okay, thank you. Thank you. So for let's get back to
0: uh, the invoice approval. Yeah. Now, you're, now you're logged in. Is it I know. for everyone? I look at or this or invoice,
2: it... Yeah, I created this. Basically, the way you want to access that is workflows. And workflows is industry standard terminology to refer to a set of technologies that automate Uh, Your regular business processes that may be done offline so once you are in workflows and you click on template new (laughs) It tells us uh, this is new. So go give it a try invoice approval Uh, I'll just say this is my v2 About big ticket items
0: now now. Why did your other one not have it in this one because this this will be you know a common thing with with you know someone who's accessing multiple clients sometimes our clients will have a feature they don't have it mm-hmm. um, it's not consistently across but what is uh what this what how why did you have to sign out and then sign back in as someone else in order to uh to see this
2: yeah good question this is only because my other version is in a uh, is in a beta of another product uh and it's coming as well as we men- as Michelle mentioned earlier that it's called the, uh, you know, there's an app for everything. So my other account is in the beta version of a connector, uh, uh, another data connector with another app. So to make sure that is just that experience is done right. Those very small, it's, uh, it's only less than 100 accounts that are in that beta program did not have this tasks view nor the invoice approval because we have a automated process. I, we are, we're going to market really big on these uh, app integration in about a month. So I unfortunately cannot reveal more than that, but <laughs> just, <laughs> just to build on Michelle's point yeah. earlier, there's an app for that. Uh, we're building even deeper app connection very, very soon. Super exciting. Um, and um uh, Perhaps uh, if, if timing is right, we can come back uh, with myself and our colleague who works day and night on this app strategy to really showcasing what we have gotten in the works.
0: So as far exciting. As, the invoice, as far as the invoice approval, this yep. should be live for everyone.
2: This except, is live for everyone. Except
0: the developers like you.
2: Except for the <laughs> hundreds of... Yeah, sometimes, you know, be, have have the early taste of certain things it's, it's mm-hmm. this is a very temporary give up on, on that. Um, so let's look at invoice anytime that's, let's say great, greater than 10,000. You can say, I need this to be approved or anything, 500, whatever. And you can say the customers within, you know, you, all of your customers, you can say, for instance, all of them, or you can say only a couple of them because in the past, for whatever reason, Things didn't go right. You can add that. You can add even more conditions. Oh, how about all the customers in new location, whatever, right? And in here, when you create all of that conditions, this is very much like how, for instance, uh, you know, Dan, you may be the CFO. You come to my desk. I am the AR clerk. This is very similar to the conversation you and I may be having, and say, hey, Carolyn, make sure any invoice exceeding a hundred dollars, I need to sign off. And by the way, we want to pay special attention to customers in new location. All of those things, we allow it to happen um, automatically, automatically. And then the action is, hey, if that if, if any invoice meets that criteria, we'll create a task. This is why tasks is now super helpful. This is going to show as where you see the tasks for, you know, Dan, maybe you're the CFO. You will see this when you log into QuickBooks because um, I may be Christian, Christian Larwood, who is is the salesperson, who is the AR person, whoever. And I can also say, please send this to me as a CC through email, through mobile. It's mobile available too. So then you may be, or Michelle, you may be out um, taking a walk to the ice cream shop Next to your house, you will get an alert and say, "Oh, invoice for approval." You can do that. You can review and just approve that on your phone.
1: This is awesome.
0: So this I can is definitely see the 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 writing on the wall as far as you know where the the foundation was was laid with you know the number of users. Now those users can actually you know fill absolutely. fill specific roles uh, yeah. that they do inside of their QuickBooks.
2: Yeah. On that note, let's. Um, I know we we spent a lot of time in the front, so I'm going I'm going to go into our next about the users. With the users, we're also making things easier and better. Um, I mentioned to you about tasks. This is part of your invoice approval, but at the same time, a brand new self-organization portal, if you will, organize all your to-do lists and then users. Um, we know that custom roles is one very sticky feature with advanced customers, because naturally, you want fi- sensitive financial information to only be in the right hands. It, it, it's now even becoming more, uh, it's becoming even easier to do, because now you can give access to inventory and payroll managers really easily. It's preset. So you will see that. Um, let's take a look at our poll. Um, I know we are tracking tight on time, so let's let's dive right into our poll.
0: Yeah. So next, uh, do you see a solution uh, being addressed in QBO Advance for your clients that wasn't there before? Um, you know, because as as uh, you know, just from the last time where, where everyone was talking about custom fields, mm-hmm. uh, that was a big win and takeaway for uh, for for people being able to have a solution for for their for their clients um, you know do you see something um, or is there something maybe you need to see a little bit more deeper dive on you know <laughs> I really want I'm holding out my yes or no answer I want <laughs> need to investigate
1: some more right and uh, Kat says she would love to see the bill approval as well as invoice approval and we've had several people reiterating that hey we pro advisors, would love to have QBO advanced for us to use for our firm so that we get more familiar with it. So I I know a lot of people have been requesting that and Intuit has heard us and hopefully they're taking it under advisement and at some day your books will be an advanced subscription. (laughs) Right.
2: Great feedback. We will, we will definitely be taking these back to the team and give an update to you all.
0: As well as as well as our north of the border Canadians, or when are we getting?
2: They <laughs> want to dance too. Yes, <laughs> and I want to visit Canada. Yeah. Let's <laughs> hope this can happen soon.
0: <laughs> All right, let me share. Yes, yeah, so most fo- most folks are saying yes. I, I kind of see a, a a solution here, but I want to take a little bit more deeper dive. So maybe we can have uh, you guys come back on and and go into some of these things and just take a whole hour. Uh, for custom fields or user roles or these uh, these workflows yeah. so let's um. what else what else do you got
2: for us there's so there is the ba- online backup and restore uh, we mentioned about sticky features this one really turns time back quickly easily restore if you love Google Docs and it's versioning you will love the backup and restore within QuickBooks and it's it's actually pretty easy to enable. So we, I just want to make sure I bring this to the attention of, of you all. Uh, if you click on the gear icon, this mega menu will drop down. Click on Backup Company, then you can be taken into the step by step process to activate the online backup and restore. Advanced so even
0: though it's included, even though it's included, they have to opt in. You It's do, not like turned on automatically
2: yeah you do you do need to opt in um this is to this is the process that's currently uh just the the way you you know as an integration process we have this product uh excellent product chronobox that we acquired last year so to make sure we have done this right we want customers to specifically tell us please go back up every store but we're working on, again, coming soon. We're working on making this more automatic. Uh, the time is, again, soon. I hope I can I can give you a day. But um, if we're not doing it soon, I'm not going to be able to say it. <laughs>
0: right, exactly.
2: <laughs> awesome. Let's take a look at um, we mentioned do you, we do we actually look at in product feedback form we do so um, remember I mentioned about the gear icon and load uh, and that loads the feedback form. this feeds into a very comprehensive platform uh, where you can see we sort all the feedback by ticket and within each ticket, I searched in this example um, advanced status open means. Any ticket that has any enhancement ideas for advanced, for instance, we can quickly search, and then the details of each feedback form is automatic again automatically automatically captured. We can figure out the sender email, uh, the version of the product, the time, and all the details of that feedback, which allows us to then um, identify trends and, and themes and the type of asks, uh, in a in a more holistic way.
0: Yeah, it's, it seems so simple, you have, you know, an attachment option and the feedback. And then now you have actually all this data from from that feedback submission that you can even, uh, you know, pull in and group and, and uh, categorize this, this, this sort of thing. So it's, um, it's pretty, it's pretty robust, even though, you know, that's, it seems so simple on the front end, but that that's the whole idea is you just want to get that feedback and then, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the geniuses to decide to sort it out, you know, <laughs>
2: <laughs> or the, or the, 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 sweat and the labor that they put behind. Mm-hmm. But um, just uh, as a quick sort of flavor for how this works is as the product marketing person, I constantly are scheduling calls with customers. But I am still going to be a small data point of several. And we also look into our sales channels, our uh, influencers like you, Dan, and Michelle. And we make sure we look primarily, this is a core source of data, and it's quantifiable data for us to say, um, if there are two competing ideas, each is is great in its own right, but we obviously don't have the endless number of folks and resources and dollar amount in the in our hand. Which one do we prioritize? Sometimes the feedback form itself uh, helps to tip the scale. So it's super. Yeah. Critical. So everybody
0: go in and put in feedback that they want their books to be <laughs> to be advanced.
2: Right. I mean that is helpful because that is hard harder data as we say, hard money, right? This is hard data, you know, how you can make that case too.
1: Well, and, and somebody just shared here that they wanted to address this whole question of, you know, do you all pay attention to the request? And they say they most definitely do. I just got an email from one of the QBO developers regarding a request I made in mid-June. It took some time, but they were able to make it happen. Thank you, dev team. Yay. So, yes. Wonderful. Send in your feedback.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Awesome. So let's, uh, let's go into our last poll. I think uh, we're almost at the top of the hour.
0: Yeah. So just real quick, did you learn something new today? Uh, Yes or no. Somebody asked a question, um, uploading receipts, making that a, a custom role. Is that a, is that, I mean, right now that's not an option, but is it, is it something that, would be on the on the radar or it's really just, again, put in that feedback to see the, the use case for that.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, let me make sure I understand correctly, uploading receipt and turn that into they, a custom role?
0: Right, like it, uh, I think the, the, the question was, can uploading a receipt be a customization of, of user role, uh, whether you could turn it on or off?
2: Yes, please put that into uh, a, re- a feedback request because I know from a custom role, custom role standpoint, we are what we consider as the le- we're working on the level one, two, three, four, meaning users level of permissions. Uh, what's coming soon is sales manager by location. Um, mm-hmm. But I do not believe that particular capability is uh, within the next few months. So that needs to, we should have more data point on that. Gotcha.
0: Awesome. So yes, we're definitely uh, learning something new today. Uh, 97% of you said you learned something new today. Uh, So appreciate that uh, feedback. Was there anything else that you uh, wanted to add, Carolyn, about um, anything we may have uh, glossed over or missed?
2: There's definitely a little more little uh, bit
0: behind. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's definitely more, as I mentioned, something super exciting to look to uh, in a month is uh, how you can really make advanced a, a sort of a, um, center of many different apps. Uh, imagine that would be your iPhone for your financial business. We're going to make all this app integration and app experience even more powerful. So stay tuned on that.
1: Wonderful well Carolyn we'll have to have you back again so you can share more great information with us and stuff. I think this has been great and um, we've got some attendees are saying thank for this thanks for this great information. Somebody else said this has made them more excited about QBO advanced now and everything so um, I think it's been awesome to have you spend your time with us today so we thank you as well as Mindy and Shanna and the other Intuit people that make this happen and help us out on the back end with questions and everything. I think it's been awesome. Um, so thank you, and yes, we'd love to have you come back.
2: Yeah, thank you all. Thank you both for having us, and Shanna and, um, and Mindy. Thank you both as well for our behind-the-scenes heroes.
0: Yeah, thanks. Thanks everybody for for joining us today. And I know we went over a little bit, but uh, it's the QB Power Hour plus eight minutes today.
1: Right. <laughs> so we. W-
0: so join us again next, uh, next time when we talk about uh, QuickBooks special accounts. Um, and, uh, and thank you all for joining us today, and we'll see you next time.
1: Thank you all. Bye, Carolyn. Bye, everybody.
0: We hope you enjoyed listening to the QB Power Hour podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to ask them in our Facebook group. You can find those resources and much more at qbpowerhour.com.